This podcast contains language that may be considered inappropriate for younger listeners. But also, if your children are able to find and listen to our podcast, just imagine all the other creepy shit that they have access to. We're the least of your worries. Hello and welcome to the Science Enthusiast Podcast. My name is Dan, and 563 miles to my left is Natalie. Hey, how's it going? And 154 miles north of her is Devin. Oh, I like that. I like how you did that north of her. Hello, how's it going? <laughs> I thought this you were going to do like from you again, but that was clever. You yeah, I, I did. I did. I did it multi-directional there, and yeah. I. But well, it it really it's because when I looked it up, you were it was like literally like a forty mile difference, and then it made it seem like you guys are like it, right yeah, next to each other. Yeah. So yeah, we're just hanging out in the same basement somewhere. Well, this is this is our very first episode. So very excited uh, to finally get this going after a couple of different weeks. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> we'll, we'll say third time's the charm, hopefully. We'll see how this all turns out, but bear with us. So we're going to jump right into telling you just a little bit about each of us. We'll start uh, with Natalie. Natalie, can you tell us a, li- a little bit about yourself, what you do, and uh, why you're here on the podcast in the first place? <laughs> I'm Natalie. I... I'm currently living in Bethesda, Maryland. Um, I am here with you guys because, well, we met. We all met on the internet because we're in this whole science communication world. Um, and we should and we should clarify, not on Craigslist. No, well, I mean, <laughs> we we didn't meet on Craigslist in some creepy ad. We're not okay. in some creepy oh. back alley. Creep, creepy back alley on Craigslist. But anyways. Um, <laughs> So I'm here because I'm, I'm making a documentary called Science Moms, um, and I'm running a, a Facebook page to go along with that. And we just, we've all kind of met, I think, because of our, our science communication efforts. Um, I'm a mom of two kids, so that kind of brings me into this whole science mom thing. Um, I don't know. That's... I guess that's kind of why I'm here. I like science, but this isn't really a science podcast, so we'll talk about some other stuff too. Um, and no, it is. It is. It is not a science. Yeah, yeah it's a, I mean, it is I, not, like, I feel like it's sh- not a science podcast. If you're here for for, for strictly d- science, uh, prepare to be disappointed. Yeah, I mean, you're going to get a lot of bullshit from the three of us. So um, I, I felt like I should give that disclaimer, um, and we will probably drop yeah. that at various times. Good, yeah. yeah, throughout you know, doing this. So which of And the cool guys... thing the cool thing about it is this is this is America, unless you're not in America. And in, in that case you're not in America. Uh but you don't have to listen if you don't want to. So totally freedom. There's that. Yeah. Uh Devin, can you uh tell us a little bit about yourself? Yes, absolutely. Uh my name is Devin Scott. I run a Facebook page called Skepticism by the Pint, uh which covers uh, pretty much whatever I feel like talking about at any given point, and also a whole bunch of beer posts that nobody really has been paying any attention to anyway. Um, so I, I don't really have any um, any science background. Um, I've taken graphic design courses and most mostly art stuff um, as far as my actual education. Um, but hopefully that's going to change in the future. I'm looking into a, a food science degree. Um, at Oregon State University. 
When you have a, uh, you're getting a certification in something too, aren't you? Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, they have a uh, fermentation science program out there. So oh, that's not what I'm no, talking no, about. No, no, no. We're, we're thinking about something what? else with herbs. With what? Are you becoming a master I thought, or something? I thought, I thought you are going to be our master. Oh, 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 oh yes. Yeah. That's right. I, just, I had totally <laughs> my mind. Uh, yes, I, I have enrolled, if you want to use that term. In a, it's a loose definition. It, it's a it is. working, it is. It's a working yeah, definition. In a diploma mill uh, on the internet, if I could be so bold as to call it that, <laughs> for for a master herbalist uh, certification, which I am working very diligently at completing. <laughs> if I do so myself, there's no uh, there's no time limit on it. It's basically seven PDF files of questions. Yeah. Uh, along with the answers. <laughs> that I just have to like fill out and send back. So and this is how this is how easy it is to get a bullshit degree. Well, it's it's not a degree. I can't call it that. No, it's it's, it's gonna degree. be it's gonna be a PDF file diploma emailed to you that you have to print out yourself, probably, right? Yes, I imagine so. I, I don't know works. for sure yet. Yeah. Because I because I haven't finished the program. Yeah, with it in with any luck, it'll have the you know the official diploma like font, whatever font that is. Comic uh, Sans, and, and, maybe. And yeah, <laughs> I would be so pissed. I mean, I like I I I'm hoping for Comic Sans. I mean, maybe Papyrus if they want to be classy, but I don't know. Right. Oh man, there's that bag of chips at the gas station that has that font. It fucking kills me. Yeah. But no, I'm I'm gonna get it. I'm gonna get I'm gonna get it printed on like aged paper and shit, so it looks real nice. Hang there it out. Go. Get the, it the stressed yeah. paper. Burn the edges. But a so little that bit. that yeah. way. So that way, when I when I'm arguing with arguing with uh, with people about herbalism, I can be like, well, fuck off, because I'm a master herbalist. That's the only reason I got it. It was like it was thirty six dollars. Thirty six dollars for that certification. Man, I want to I want to spend thirty six bucks to be a master herbalist. Well. Well, you can. I'll send you the link. I'll send you the link link to your new certification. Here's a here's a question. Do you do you get like a referral bonus for that? Oh, he he probably Uh, does. That's a good question, though. I bet I bet they would offer one to you if you ask. I bet if you ask nicely, they would give you one. I bet, but I also got. You may not get the thirty six dollar price though, because I got that through uh, Groupon. Absolute, you, you're buying. It was a special offer. Groupon. I mean, yes. So, my, my certification. All right, I'm gonna look on Living Social next time. Um, see if they have any deals is... for, for a, some kind of master course and something. For master herbalism, it's yeah. got the word master in it. People yeah. tend to listen to you about yeah. shit. That yeah. is that is outstanding. Uh, well, my name is Dan Broadbent. I run the page and website called A Science Enthusiast. Um, I have two kids. I live in Indianapolis. Uh, I have no formal training actually in science. Uh, I'm actually a social worker, uh, but I've always been interested in science. Uh, and I actually started the page, uh, about it actually went active with about a year and a half ago after uh, having a lot of, uh, friends and, uh, things like uh, on my personal Facebook page, 
uh, kind of just complaining about me constantly debunking or trying to debunk, at least uh, in their minds, uh, some of the bullshit they were sharing and, and some of the nonsense. So yeah, you you were you were that they, asshole that using nobody their wanted words to being, yeah, yeah, using their words being an asshole, but I was being nice about it. I was being friendly about it. I wasn't being uh, wasn't being condescending uh, wasn't, or anything. It wasn't being. I was trying to. I naturally come across as condescending, but I but I'm aware of it, so I try to fight that. <laughs> So you were uh, trying to be like just the right amount of asshole to your friends. Yeah. <laughs> yes, just the right amount of hey, just that's right not that's not actually a thing. Yeah. Um, and people don't like it when you do that. So I decided uh, I would try to at least maintain some of my uh, high school and college friends and make the page. And it just kind of took off, and people like it. So that's uh, that's kind of neat. A uh, neat feeling for me, for me there. So, uh, Devin, uh, I hear there's some sort of march happening this Saturday, maybe? God help me, unfortunately. Uh, the, mar- the march against Monsanto is once again upon us. Uh, I think it's, I don't know if they do it like the last Saturday in May or something like that, or second last, but it's the 21st this year. And um, it's happening in a number of cities across the nation. And, uh, well, I'm I, not... according to the graphics I've seen, it's happening everywhere. Everywhere, everyone's Every, marching. Literally, yeah. <laughs> literally, you walk out the door, you see somebody walking. They are marching against Monsanto, yeah. I guess. I live yeah. in the middle of nowhere, and yet yeah. there's people lining the streets. <laughs> are they? Are they? Are, are they already Monsanto. lining up like lawn chairs and just getting ready? Oh yeah, they've got tents and shit. They're hanging out there. already. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. They're tending so, cows. So, can you tell time. us a little bit, a little bit about the the storied the storied and treasured history of March Against Monsanto. March Against Monsanto was started by a woman named Tammy Canal uh, in response to the failure of Proposition 37, which was a a prop in uh, California, which would have made it a requirement to label GMOs, and she decided to start a a march against it. So in in three years, it's the third annual one this year, and in three years they've collected about a million followers on Facebook, which is terrifying. Well, I, yeah, and I'm looking at their page right now. It's actually, it's actually, I, and I want to do right by them. It's actually 1.1 million followers, and I will say, <laughs> quite a few of those followers are some skeptics that are just trying to trying troll to keep an eye on them. Little, so it's yeah. yeah, well, not necessarily trolling, just yeah. just to see, yeah. just to Keeping see tabs. what they're yeah. what what they're doing, and then and then just catch all the batshit crazy yeah. stuff. Uh, that gets uh, thrown across there, and I have to imagine this is kind of my secret conspiracy theory. Like one of like one conspiracy theories I have uh, is pages <laughs> like this, pages like that, like uh, uh, Mercola, uh, Food Babe, and others have to have like paid likes. There are actually websites yeah. you can go onto, and I've, I mean I've I've made a couple spoof sites like that, so I I mean I know for a fact you go on to them and you can just pay, you can pay $10 and they'll give you like a thousand likes or $50 and they'll give you, right. you know, however many likes. So they, in, in, and you just look at the level of engagement that they yeah. have compared to not, and not that, not that, not that my page is huge, but you, even some, a lot of times compared to what I have on my page. And it's like the engagement sometimes it's almost like exactly the same as mine. It's like, they have 11 times my followers, which kind of, uh, begs the question who's funding them for all this and i think uh, didn't you, devin didn't you say uh before when we were prepping here that uh they 
they bought an ad or something in in like Times Square or something like that. Yeah, a, a billboard, a, an actual full size billboard they bought for. Um, I, I'm not sure if it was just for the the week. Uh, the the article made it seem that way. I got the article from the March Against Monsanto page. Uh, of course. But um, but they bought an actual full billboard in in Times Square for the event on Saturday. But science is fighting back with March Against Myths about modification, uh, which is sort of a counter protest against. Uh, March Against Monsanto, which was founded by Carl Harald von Mogel and Coven Synapathy and David Sutherland. Uh, Carl's a research geneticist, uh, Coven's a freelance writer and science communicator, and David is a Chicago-based artist. And you know, it was really cool um, when I was in kind of the Midwest area in the fall doing interviews with Coven. Um, I happened to be in Chicago and interviewed Dave um, for the, the Science Moms Project, but also just in general to interview him about mammoths and everything and he I pulled a quote from his interview that said we have a moral obligation to take advantage of every technology as soon as possible to feed other humans and save the environment and I think that that kind of quote really encapsulates what March Against Myths is about um we just about you know biotechnology and you know sharing the the value that that could add to society as a whole. So there's that very, you know, there's that, I guess Dave always kind of says that social justice component to things. And, and I think that that's important to remember as we, you know, move forward with, um, with our messaging. So. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think it's important to point out um, also that not, not only um, to take advantage of the technology as soon as possible, but like there's a whole lot of testing involved before anything is released yep. um, for public consumption. So, what do you what do you think then, in your opinion, uh, like anybody anybody that is opposed to Monsanto, like what are they actually marching against? Like, what are they afraid of? I think it's more of a, a fear of someone being in control beyond themselves. Um, because that's the way Monsanto is painted. They're painted as a, a large bully who controls a lot of things, which isn't necessarily true. Well, right, but it's not necessarily untrue at the same time, because they do have the majority of the seed market in the U.S. But, but there's also a myriad of other seed suppliers and and, and sellers available from. So it's not, and and, and they they love. I know one of one of at least one of the things that I see a lot is they love the myth that uh, they sue farmers and that they sue farmers for accidental drift and things like that but then but then you ask them okay well can you show me where that's happened and they go it's here and it's like no that's it's because that's never fucking happened it's not a thing they don't want to sue farmers but they do once in a while whenever uh there is an infringement on their patent uh but even then, they always try to sell out of court, and on the handful of times they actually have gone to trial for it, they've won every single time. So it's not like they're just making shit up uh, and, and and just going with it. They're they're actually winning winning these lawsuits, and then even when they do win or they settle, they donate that money to science outreach uh, programs or a, a scholarship. So they're even then they're not they're not taking the money. For themselves, all they're doing is trying to protect uh, the patent that they have, which, by the way, is also something that organic or non-GMO uh, seed uh, seed distributors do. They patent their intellectual property, their hybrids. They patent those because that's how you fund innovation. That's how you get uh, continued research and development. And companies have a right to have 
to have patents on their product and to protect their intellectual right. it's, property. It's not at all um, singular to the agricultural industry. It happens in every single other industry. If you have a patent on something or if you have rights to something, you have to fight for that, or otherwise people are just going to take it. And that's and that and that's why that's why they've been successful. Is that's that's just how you run a business. Is you 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 have to have money to run a business. You don't see. I I don't know of a single organic company that is in operation that just hands out money, hands out their product, hands out seeds, and and does well or is profitable. Whole Foods is not handing out free food to anybody or <laughs> discounted food. In fact, you just like last year they got in a lot of trouble for overcharging for food. So it's not like they're running a community center either so like it's it, like this whole narrative that they, they just want money and that they're there's evil just doesn't make any sense well, no and, and if you if you compare the profits too of of whole foods and monsanto i mean they're they're, they're about the same they're, they're about <laughs> the same and they're both making money and like i don't know that that we need to fault a company for for making money monsanto just has become this monsatan you know evil beacon of of bad technology. So why have a company if you don't want to make money? It's right. It just, I mean, it just doesn't make any fucking sense. Like, if if I if I have a business, I I want to make money. I'm sorry. I I don't know. I I, I mean, I, don't, I have I, a side small business. Yeah. <laughs> with my yeah. shirts, and uh, I mean, I I use that money for good things, but at the same time, I it's money. I mean, I, yeah. You want I, it. I can't. I can't go to things like Nexus <laughs> on a social worker salary. So, right. uh, uh, so I mean, just yeah, that just that that whole narrative doesn't make any sense. Uh, but we also had some uh, good news, some not not surprising news, yeah. uh, but some good news this week about uh, glyphosate, which uh, we'll, we'll give the disclaimer was uh, first patented by Monsanto, but their patent ran out in, I think 2000. So it's been out for quite a while, but there's still, uh, I think that's part of why a lot of people who would march against Monsanto, why they march uh, is because of glyphosate and this cancerous, but I hear there was some new news about glyphosate. Natalie, can you tell us a little bit more about that? In a joint statement released I guess it was yesterday by the um, World Health Organization and the United Nations Food and Agriculture Organization. They said that the pesticide glyphosate, um, you know, obviously you said originally patented by Monsanto, is unlikely to pose a carcinogenic risk to humans um, from exposure through diet. So that's kind of a big deal in terms of the fight that the kind of anti-GMO crowd um, has been I mean, has been fighting against because glyphosate has been this, you know, evil entity that is harming all of us. And I mean, now what? Now what? Like that? That's my question. I heard it causes cancer, though. Well, um, <laughs> that's, that's from the uh, the IARC. Uh, really, I, was it last year or two years ago? That I was last they, year. They, what they said was all of uh, the study on on glyphosate and its potential risks. And so the difference between the IARC classification and uh, the the new one from the WHO and the UNFAO is that the IARC classifies based on the available evidence, but doesn't factor in different levels of risk. And so they're looking at levels of exposure for farmers and people who work in that industry, whereas uh, the new joint statement uh, examines the risk from 
the perspective of your average person through their own diet, which is, you know, no risk of cancer. Like it's essentially not an issue at all. There's nothing to worry about. And that's what, like, I mean, when you think about who, you know, the March Against Monsanto people who are, you know, raging against Monsanto and glyphosate and all of that, I mean, they are the people. Like, they're the average person who would possibly be, you know, ingesting this right. food in their diet. So right. there, there is nothing it's, to worry about. I think we, we talk about this when we, we talk about anyone, like, uh, like even anti-vaxxers. Like, they are not bad people. Mm-hmm. Like, the, the, peop- the, the consumers, right. uh, I should say, I guess, of March Against Monsanto, their followers, they are not bad people. They are, sure. most of them are genuinely concerned yeah. about what they're putting in their body, what yeah. they're putting in their, their children's bodies. And a lot of cases, like that. So it's said. not... Yeah. Right, and it, it's it's absolutely not their fault uh, that that they fall victim to some of these things because it's so. I mean, it's so easy to get caught up yeah. in it. But then you look at uh, you look at March against Monsanto's page, and they uh, <laughs> and, and, and they they promote like they've. I, it's it's almost like they've realized, hey, we can't. Uh, you know, we can't just do Monsanto stuff. We have to branch out. So, and and I know that, re- I, and I don't know when this happened, but I know that recently, uh, Aaron Elizabeth, who is uh, Joseph uh, Mercola, I always say his name wrong, uh, Mercola, Mercola, what, however you say. <laughs> yeah. uh, we, we, Mercola, all know, we all know who he is and who she is. So, yeah. Recently, I guess it became admin or, or whatever. They're I'm looking at this post right now. Uh, uh, from uh, posted 38 minutes ago on their page that uh, uh, encouraging people to march against Monsanto with uh, with uh, Mercola and uh, Aaron at Health Nut News. Uh, so I mean, we, when you have her and she and we we could we could dedicate an entire episode yeah. to her, uh, and we totally should. And we should, yeah. Sure we will. We put a pen on that. She. <laughs> Uh, she is she and uh, Joe they they are just they're just a delight but there but there was a point at which you know I mean March against Monsanto and I'm not that they were ever you know doing something Leg- that was legitimate based, based in science and legitimate worthwhile. but they've completely jumped the shark into you know chemtrails and and issues with fluoride and things that are completely uh, against vaccines, well, common and sense the, and reason so like, and, and not that not that this stuff doesn't piss me off. Uh, at all, because obviously it all pisses me off, or else you know it pisses you guys off, or else we, we wouldn't, wouldn't be, be doing here this in the first place. <laughs> but one of the like just caused me to flip my shit. Uh, was I think it was last summer, or maybe it was in the fall. They uh, shared a post promoting MMS, mm-hmm. uh, the the miracle mineral oh, solution, yeah. uh, yeah. as a as a cure, as if we can cure autism. They they just got hammered and they eventually deleted the post. I know I know a few people got screenshots yeah. of it. I have a screenshot yeah. of it. Yeah, <laughs> but it, and so I mean this was a real thing that happened. We're not just making this shit up. Part of it is just fascinating to me that these people are so passionate. They know so little. They do so little like actual investigating into what what it is they're arguing against. But they but they feel so strongly and they have such a strong opinion about things it just blows me away i mean they it's like they find the most sort of gullible susceptible people to bring into their web too i mean with things like i mean if you're promising i mean as insane as it seems like cures for autism there are people that are looking for that sometimes or people who are looking for answers to these problems that they can't solve themselves and 
I mean, and, and my problem with all of this is that whether it's March Against Monsanto or some of these other groups is that they capitalize so much on the fact that people are scared of every fucking thing. And so they find these people and they, they promise them solutions that obviously yeah, things will never they work. can't deliver. One of the more one of the more recent things they've jumped on is uh, the Vaxed documentary from uh, that Robert De Niro has been promoting uh, and, and, de- and defending, um, which is just uh, more of Andrew Wakefield, the discredited and undoctored yep. doctor. Yeah. But with him, like he's not like people like the anti-vax crowd like pounding's up to him so quickly but they don't even understand like they he he's not he's not one of their own he's really not he's he's not he's not their ally he he had his own version of the mmr vaccine that he patented and then he releases this totally bullshit paper uh trying to trying to say that the the current version is bad so you should try mine instead (laughs) and then whenever that gets retracted in in and yeah, and, and nobody cares about that anymore, except for unless you're an anti-vaxxer doesn't understand what the fuck retraction means. And, and so now he's making a documentary that he's trying to. Pro- it's like, it's like, do you not even see? He's like, he he tried to hoodwink us once. Now he's hoodwinking you again. Like they. Uh, and it's and it's March Against Monsanto that that's sharing this stuff. It's it's got literally nothing to do at yeah. all. With well, it's uh, with it's, it's really or Monsanto. No, <laughs> but just it, jumping but it's not, on all kinds of different. It's not March against Monsanto. Theories. It's March against science. It's March against reason. It's March against common sense. Like that. That's what it's become. <laughs> because uh, it's, because it's a religion. Yeah, it is, and because really, it's a religion. Yeah. Because it it's none of it's based on like just like a religion. None of it is based on evidence. None right. of it is based on reason. None of it is based on anything that can be reproduced. That can be observed. So it's it's a religion. It's a belief system. Like it, it, this this is I, I get, like we're coming up on like so many topics. For yeah, so many shows I know, here. I know. This, but like, it, science is not a religion. Like people people like to make that argument. Science is not a religion. It's it's a it's a system of thought. It's yeah. a it's a thought process. It's not a religion. It's based on evidence. It ha- like I you don't have to believe in science. Science is. It yeah. exists. It is what is around us. It's our best. It literally it's, is the opposite yeah. of a it religion. Is, it is it is our best understanding. It's our best estimation of the world as far as as far as we can observe and, it and when and when science and when the findings of science change i mean our our worldview has to change with that too and we need to be open yep. to to that change as opposed to you know religion where oh fuck people have believed the same thing for oh this is a whole other conversation isn't it religion we'll do that yeah, conversation too. I, I can't even we'll do that one eventually <laughs> so natalie uh this past weekends uh i know you and i both attended the uh 2016 nexus uh, i want to say nexus conference but it's the the word conference is already in the damn title so it doesn't make any sense but we attended, we attended nexus. nexus 2016 yeah. this 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 past weekend along with uh, a few other uh a few other people just just a few other people were there too uh and do you, yeah i know you had a few thoughts on that so i'll turn that over to you i guess i just want to highlight a little bit of what i heard um on friday of the conference at the science-based medicine talks um a few that stood like stood out for me um there were talks about things like chronic lyme um baby chiropractic treatments um 
Ugh. Yeah, I yeah, that's that's pretty much my my thought about that. Um, and then, you know, things like alternative medicines combined with just regular traditional medicine. To which I say, I mean, shouldn't it just be medicine without the alternative? But um, that's just my thought. Um, but anyways, I think one of the overarching themes, you know, listening to a number of these, I think a lot of them were pediatricians or other doctors, um, is that, you know, parents often would take their children to these doctors with whatever, whatever problem it might be, whether it was, um, an, you know, if an infant has potentially colic, which, you know, we don't really always know that much about anyways, or just anything where a parent is concerned about the well-being of their child. They go to a doctor to look for answers, to look for treatment, whatever. Um, I think, you know, something that kind of was a thread throughout a lot of these talks is that there are always these kind of quack doctors or alternative medicine practitioners who are there waiting with, you know, a battery of tests and supplements and whatever right. other kind of miracle magic cure there is um, that will essentially drain parents' pockets of their money. Um, and to, you know, from my perspective as, as a parent and as somebody who's, you know, in this kind of science communication world, I mean, it, it actually makes me really sad to, um, to know that, you know, parents, I think, are being taken advantage of right by some of these practitioners of yeah, of these alternative treatments um i mean the the one though that above all that just i don't know makes me feel a little squeamish a little just i don't know terribly angry too is the whole baby chiropractic um treatment thing um oh, yeah. which it just gets it, me at it the gets core. me um and so <laughs> The, the person who presented this um, talk about, you know, baby chiropractic, his name was um, Clay Jones. Um, one of the little taglines in his presentation was the crack heard around the world. I mean, I think you guys know what I'm talking about um, in terms of uh, a recent news story um, out of Australia, right? Um, I know Dan wrote about it and actually um, had the video that he made to accompany his piece. Um, it was featured in Clay's talk. So that was kind of a cool moment, right? For you, just in terms of- Oh, wow. I, you know, I, I was more than tickled. You were, right. So anyways, um, part of the, the presentation about baby Cairo um, focused on, on this particular incident, which was a chiropractor um, out of Australia. He actually posted the video himself, right? Of him performing chiropractic treatment on a four-day-old baby yeah. like that yeah. that exists a video exists of a chiropractor um performing well it existed until he took yes, it down but then it, it still exists because other people it like li you it lives made videos. on it, it lives on unfortunately because um, the internet and no fortunate no fortunately it lives on so people well, know that that yes. shit actually happens so so that yeah both fortunately and yes, unfortunately right. yeah. unfortunately it happens um because and honestly i mean can we just all come to the agreement that we should not crack babies backs but anyways um what <laughs> i'm not super, a doctor i'm not i'm not i'm not a doctor i'm but I'm just going to probably not extend a child yeah. across your knees yeah. and then yeah. push yeah i'm going to 
on their back um, until something cracks. Yeah, I'm just going to say that's really a fucking awful idea. But anyways, to, I think, was it today that the news story came out that this particular chiropractor um, is temporarily banned from treating children under the age of 18? So I guess, like, thank you, internet Which is how and all social media. Chiropractors should I, I know. Be. I know. So this, it should not just be a temporary ban. It should be a like, just no fucking way thing Period. for any. <laughs> End that's of statement. So that is, that is it. So I mean, You're so done. I guess though, I mean it. It's hard to say. Oh well, that's that's a great victory that this one person is temporarily banned from treating you know babies and children. But I guess I mean, do we just hope that? the fact that we live in this sort of internet social media age that maybe the more that we shine light on this stuff, I mean, I think, right? Right. We have to... And yeah. how many of the of the 44,000 or more chiropractors currently in the United States w- treat children or, or claim that they... That, that they can cure a child of an ear infection or of colic or that an infant needs an adjustment or things like that. But I, but I, but I will say, though, as, like, as a parent who had a child who, who cried a lot when he was a baby, I mean, I had... You shook him. <laughs> Jesus. Dude, I fucking hate no? you. Is that not what you're... What? Is that not what you're supposed to do? I mean... What are you doing with this? What am I, I know? What? I, you've you've are you been not supposed to you've been that? doing this longer than me, so I yeah I don't know, but Shit. but I I actually I've been doing it. Wrong. You've been doing you've been doing it wrong. Don't don't sh- don't shake your children. I think it's important also to 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 make a distinction that there there are some things that some chiropractors practice that aren't bullshit. The term chiropractor basically they're glorified um, massage therapists. And that's and that's and that's where that's where that's where a lot of alt med people in pseudoscience and a lot that's it's where a lot of that finds its home is because there is a little bit there, there's just like a small sliver of of like actual like of credibility credibility yeah. that they right. can work off of and I it, this is totally non related I got into an argument earlier today with somebody about Bill Maher who shared uh, something about him, like calling out like, either religion or, or something like that. And I brought up the point, well, that's all well and good, but you can't give him credit for, th- for saying this, this one thing that's good or doing this one thing that's good because he get, he gives a platform to all this other bullshit about anti-vaccine mm-hmm. alt med uh, and things like that. You can't, right. you can't claim that somebody, somebody like that, does good things and should should have their ideas shared whatever they do have all these the, the these things that are not good and these things that are you know just downright dangerous that they do and that they endorse yeah and you can go to you can go to a physical therapist and have yes. everything reasonable um done that a chiropractor can do uh, that is reasonable yeah <laughs> a physical therapist will do it without all of the bullshit but but don't get me wrong. There are some chiropractors who who only will do the things that are actually legitimate. But it's just essentially at that point, it's just a fancy yeah, term and for hashtag not all chiros. <laughs> yeah, and and I think though we and we can just just say that all or no no chiros should be touching 
and cracking the backs of any children because that just that's beyond reason and and yeah, yeah well, they can absolutely. they can touch kids as long as they're like picking them right. up and giving them a but, hug or but let but let's let's not let's not and and let like and it just it's totally it's totally just kind of <laughs> exploiting these the parents and their fear and their sleep deprivation and like just looking for looking yeah. for an answer in yeah, those moments absolutely. i mean anyone who's a parent i mean you know those like it fucking sucks sometimes when you have a little person who just won't stop crying and they they're tired or they're hungry or whatever but for a chiropractor or any of these other alternative medicine practitioners to kind of promise a magic cure almost for parents um i i just think that that's that's a messed up way to to try to make your money as far as nexus goes i i really appreciated those you know that group of presenters in the science-based medicine um day just shining a light on some of the pseudoscience that that really um i don't know that that's targeted i believe like in many ways at parents moving on we have our last segments uh that our last weekly segment <laughs> that segment. we're going to do because Devin, just a question for you have you ever seen the internet um i i'm familiar with it i'm not sure that i've that i've been there i i heard it's 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 a yeah. bit across town for me and I mean, so you, I've, I've never actually been there, the but the nowhere, I've heard right? about it. I've heard so, good yeah. things. It is, it is, I believe the kids refer to it as the bee's knees. It is just the best. And so we have, we have a segment called uh, why we love the internet. And this week, uh, the reason we love the internet, Devin, I'll, I'll let you explain. Oh God. It's beautiful. It's, it's a perfect mix of, of something that is, I, I think hilarious, but but I also don't understand it because it's called it's called ATC memes is the name of the Facebook page, and and so it's air traffic controller memes, and so to really understand it, you have to be an air traffic controller, um, and and so I literally no. don't understand no, what and, I'm and reading. You know what? And note all. to the audience, yeah. When you when you go on this page and you look at these memes, you're not like you're you don't I don't know, reading comprehension is gonna just go out the window because they don't really make sense, but they're hilarious. This has it's the, it, it, this is one that most people anybody familiar with the internet it's the Murray Pulpit, she's reading a result. This one this one keep in mind, this this one has a thousand likes and about and five hundred and fifty eight shares right now. It says you said you had the a-T-I-S, whatever the fuck that is, bottom part, requesting to land on a closed runway determined that was a lie. What the <laughs> fuck does that even no, mean? No, but that, but that is a perfect <laughs> example because none of them really mean anything to, I mean, any of us, but there's something about, like, I mean, I was sitting on the train going to New York for Nexus looking at some of these, and I was that asshole just sitting there laughing at nothing. <laughs> like... I was that person. They post a lot, so I was. They post a lot. So I was scrolling through. They post a lot. Yeah. It's not like it's just like one every few days. They post a lot. Like they posted like four, five or six in the last seven hours. Every time. So I mean, they're doing they're doing good work there, I guess. And it it makes no fucking sense. Yeah. They're. They're doing God's. Yeah. They're they're definitely doing God's work here. Here's another one. 
here's another one with 1.5 so like 1500 likes like it's a kid like just doing a face palm and all it says is says quote read back correct in the Taco Bell drive-thru. Like, I, I don't know what that no, means, but, but I want to But laugh. again, though, it's like, it's what? God's work, hashtag blessed. Like, we are so lucky to live in a world that we can just look at that and access and that the, anytime. And here's the, yeah, and here's the top comment on, on that post I just read. It, it says, you laugh. I did this at the end of a string of red eyes. McDonald's. That'll be three ninety five at the first window. Me. Three ninety five at the first window. AC five three fifty three twenty one. Like, what? what? I don't know what that means, but I don't what care. What are we even talking about? <laughs> I don't here? care, but it, but we love the internet because of it. So thank you, ATC memes, for whatever you do. I I don't know. Yes, they, they have a website as do well. I? I don't know if you guys know this. But oh, I did not. ATCmemes.com. Yeah, yeah, they do have a website, which I think I think it's just. Uh, Posts everything yeah. that they have. Oh, there's oh, videos. That's oh, that's a whole. Oh, I did not even see the hole. videos. I'm gonna be up for I like two more hours. I did not even see then. the videos. Wow. <laughs> a whole different level. All right. Well, I think that'll about do her for this week. So thank you for listening. The 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 ones of ten. No, tens the tens of, of ones. ones. that are probably listening at this point. Thank you for listening. Uh, You can find me, uh, Dan, on ascienceenthusiast.com. You can find Natalie, Natalie, that's her name, at uh, Science and Moms. You can find Devin at Skeptical Pints. We'll have links uh, to everybody's pages and to everything that we talked about. And until next week, we'll see you next time. Bye, guys. Thanks, guys. Cheers. Oh, that's good. Oh, that's good. You said cheers. Yeah, I like that. That's my my thing that I'm supposed to do, I think. Yeah, there we go. That's what we'll do. And then we'll have a thing at the end where I like the the Santorum stuff at the beginning. (laughs) I'm just going to put that at the end. (laughs) Just like a little Easter egg for anyone who's still listening. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. All right, so we did it. We. uh, Yeah, that only took four and a half hours. Whatever it did. Hey. <laughs> oh, Dude, I, I had literally nothing better to do. I had nothing better to do either, so I'm not gonna even pretend like watching reality TV and Bravo would have been better than this. So, thanks, guys. <laughs> I've seen fe- I've seen Futurama like three times front yeah, to like back. I, so I'm, I'm not missing it. Like I'm I'm really not gonna pretend that that I had better plans. It was, it was I, I and plus time. it was a shitload. Of it fun. was not the worst. You're you're well, correct. Yeah, thank you. That and that from you is a high compliment. <laughs> not the worst. So so Devin, we're fucking awesome because <laughs> it was not the worst. I'm like, gonna tell I'm people gonna, that someday. Yeah, Dan Broadbent said yeah, I was I'm not the worst. I'm gonna just use that hashtag with everything I do. <laughs> just not the worst. Like that's that's me. I'll, See, I'll and if I. Yeah. If I were a good like, and they'll be sound like, what? Editor, like I'm still recording. If I were a good sound editor, I'd be able to like work this into like an epic intro of like, well, that was okay. Just... It was it wasn't the worst. It, I mean, it didn't <laughs> hurt that bad. It was okay. Was it was it, okay. And it was okay for you. Yeah. It was. It was okay. just the right amount. <laughs> Just the right. Oh, amount. my God.
I think so. I think that I should think be the name of the podcast, uh, just the right amount. 